Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show presented by Stool. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Let's get right into it. <laughs> that, That's what I think. That is, that is a hot thing. Tell you what, Morty, I'm picking the Lions to upset here, and I'll tell you why. Oh, Rocky. <laughs> Let's answer. If the, if the Ravens had uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters, L.J. Fort, they'd be the best no, team. No, 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 no. I'm completely missing the boat on. You're at the wrong dock. Meisty, what do you think about this game? The Bengals got a shot? Now, I have here written down in my pamphlet, I have Bengals 35, Chiefs 30. I'm sorry to say it. If Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, they are the hottest team in football right now. They have the Jerry Goff already. They made the Super Bowl Jerry Goff already. They didn't need Matthew Stafford to make the playoffs. They had that taken care of already. They got Matthew Stafford so that they can win these big games. Right the most insane, crazy thing that we have never, ever, ever seen before. Granted, they had two timeouts, but to no, I'm curious. Talk about, we want to talk about legacy-defining plays and legacy-defining plays. 13 seconds, and you get the ball in field range. That is absolutely insane. Okay, and guess what? In basketball, Free agency is upon us. All the excitement is here. And I, I think officially free agency only started like two days after everything was already yep. happening. But either way, we have tons and tons of moves or moves that are pending. So let's get to it. We're going to go, de- go through the top five free agent signings. Each of us are going to have our own individual list. And five, four, three, two, one. I am a descending order fan. I don't like ascending. Why would I reveal my number one player right off the bat? There is no suspense whatsoever involved in such a in such a manner. So I'm not. We're not going to do that. We're going to go descending order. Start five, four, three, two, one. Let's do it, Mice. You could start with your number five signing of the uh, so far. So far, we're a few days in of the uh, 2022 NFL free agency. My number one signing. The fact number five. Lions, number five. Number five. Number five. Yeah. Ascending. Descending. The Lions. Yes. The Lions. The Lions. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. We hear you. Who, who the Lions get? <laughs> the Lions. The Lions signed wide receiver DJ Chark. Oh. For one year, $10 million. That is my fifth. That is number five. I'll tell you why. Because first of all, first of all, he's clearly a, he was a number one esque receiver, sorta, of. and now he gets to line up alongside Amon St. Brown with a, a quarterback that has been to the Super Bowl. This is a guy who's been to the Super Bowl, guys. A Super Bowl losing quarterback, um, <laughs> and uh, not that it's going to help the Browns much, but I, not the Browns, the Lions much, but but the Lions, you know, it's an exciting receiver for them. That's number five. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. A couple good receivers in here. You have you you have a uh, number five. You have number five I'm ready go, over there. Go with um team that just made the Super Bowl with um, no O line. Basically, we all were saying that the Bengals had a bunch of O line problems, and now they uh, sign my uh, my number five signing so far uh, through the first two days of free agency. Alex Kappa, a guy who was protecting Tom Brady, and I, I guess maybe. He uh, he didn't want to protect Brady anymore, even after Brady announced that he was coming back. But he signed a four-year, thirty-five mil, um, I think twenty mil over the first two years. Uh, this guard, Alex Kappa, to to resign or to sign with the Bengals to give them some some O-line help. And he was him and Marpet and Donovan Smith. These guys are all some solid O-linemen that, to help Brady, um, you know, win a Super Bowl and then go go deep in the playoffs. But uh, Brady's not going to have him anymore because he's, he's going to be joining Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And I think it was a really solid move for them to, to shore up um, a piece that, that uh, they really need to, to go even f- further and, and win a Super Bowl. So he, he's my number five signing so far. 
in the uh, over the first two days. All right, I have a that's a good one. I'm going to stick with offensive line. Also, I was back and forth about five and six. Maybe I'll say my honorable mention after the list. But number five is actually the Pittsburgh Steelers signed James Daniels. The three-year, $26.5 million deal. James Daniels is 24 years old. He can play both guard and center. They've really moved him around a lot. Generally, the consensus is better at center. But this man is one of the better interior offensive linemen in the league, and they got him for less than $9 million a year. And we know the Steelers struggles in the run game. They got Najee Harris to, to improve in that, and it didn't help much because at the end of the day, up front, they, weren't, they, they, they didn't really do much to help the offensive line. James Daniels is a guy that is a good pass blocker, but an even better run blocker. So he's going to help in the interior. He's going to help in the trenches. And that's something that's one of the biggest Steelers' biggest faults last year was offensive line. They used to have that covered with Big Ben. They used to have guys that can, that can, you know, that can, uh, that can protect him. And even if they could protect him, Big Ben can sort of protect himself, right? Avoid a lot of sacks, extend plays. You don't have Big Ben anymore. You don't have that physical specimen of Big Ben, a, a man that's a one, once in a lifetime, once in a generational physical build. So you're going to need to improve your offensive line. James Daniels is a good start for the Steelers. All right. Meisty, we got number four. Number four, the Ravens signed from the Saints, Marcus Williams. I think that it's just adding depth to the, the, the back, to the, the cornerbacks, the safeties, you know. And uh, did I just get an alert that Von Miller is going to the Bills? No, you didn't. Really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my god, the Bills. This really? is breaking no. news. This is live. Breaking live news here oh, on the wow. Rock and Feisty show. Von Miller to the Bills. What was the deal? Do we have the details the six, over there? Six years, $120 million. Six years. Holy crap. <laughs> what is it? Six years, what? Six years, $120 million. $120 million. How old is Von Miller? Yeah, he's like 30. Oh my god. Wow, that's the rest of his career. He's gonna finish his career as the Bills. Wow. How do the Bills have the cap space to do that even? I know I mean, they already invested some. I mean, they have Josh Allen on the rookie contract for, oh. for the next year, but then after that, forget it. He's 32. Right? <laughs> He's 32. He's about what they you know do? what the truth is. Listen, yeah. the truth is they're going out, they might be you know they're pulling an all-in move. They're gonna oh, try to you know win sure. it this year. Sure. And if they win it this year. They're, they're going to maybe try to pull a little bit of the Rams, you know, just, yeah, you're over the cap. You can't really get in the next year. Listen, you probably have to dump Diggs. You'll have to probably get rid of, I mean, you'll sign Josh Allen. Von Miller will be your two big signings and you'll have to yeah. get rid of Diggs and anyone else who has money on your thing. And then you'll suck, but. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but why would you, team. why would you sacrifice Von Miller for Stefan Diggs? Stefan Diggs is a much more vital piece of that, I, I, of that I, team I think, in general. I think they're going to lose more like, like, like the, the random linebackers that, that are like solid contributors, but they view as replaceable. Correct. So I, I, I think yeah. they'll probably cornerbacks. Play. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Daddy they lost Levi Wallace. They lost Levi right. Wallace, who's a right. A anyway, back to coach. number four. Anyway, number four. Yeah. <laughs> number four. <laughs> oh, Marcus Williams. Interrupted. That was uh, Marcus that Williams. Was very exciting. I can't yeah. believe that just happened. Um, but uh, no, me neither. <laughs> um, train thought out here. But, uh, yeah, obviously the Ravens struggled that in the safety. And, you know, I, I assume that they'll go after some pass rushers in the uh, in the draft. They brought in to Darius. Um, that'll help. And, uh, you know, they'll – but, you know, having great coverage will definitely help the Ravens. That's typical Ravens football right there. Love it from them. Love when they make these moves. They just – like, everyone's like, oh, they need this. They need that. Safety. Boom. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah, exactly what they needed. Like everyone thought this, that, this, that, cornerback, this guy, this guy, this guy, lineman, this, lineman, that, safety. So that's exactly what they needed for the exact right price. 
perfect for the Ravens. That's my number four. So number four. I think we forgot to mention um, we're only doing uh, free agent signings. That is a guy to a new team and not, not any trades or um, a guy re-signing with his team. So yeah, just want to make that clear. If anyone, you know, is yeah. like, oh, what about where's Russell Wilson? Where's, uh, where's Aaron Rodgers yeah. re-signing? So it's just, it's just guys signing it to a new team Correct. that is not through a trade. So my number four is going to be an interior lineman. So I've been, you know, with the less sexy picks, the O-lineman, now the D-line. DJ Jones. Yeah. These are the, this is where the football is one that um, people don't really like to talk about, but um, the, the big news to the Broncos is, is Russell Wilson and, and their big trade, but they also signed um, DJ Jones. So they, they traded away Shelby Harris. who's a really solid locker room leader. Uh, he went to Seattle. So they, they signed a big uh, defensive tackle from San Francisco, DJ Jones, three-year deals, 20 mil guaranteed, up to 30 mil and something that around what they were paying Shelby Harris and a guy who's younger, uh, who's been a force with the Niners. So they, they're doing a really good job building their team. And I think DJ Jones is going to be a really solid run stuffer and, you know, just big, big guy clog in the middle for them. And, and they're, um, you know, already solid defense and now ascending offense. I like it. I like uh, starting, starting up front. That's awesome. So actually I'm going to go complete opposite. Uh, number four for me is Teddy Bridgewater. And I really oh. like this signing for the Dolphins because they got him for six and a half million. Now the, 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 the commanders just traded for Carson Wentz. They're going to pay him $28 million next year. Teddy Bridgewater has been just as good, if not better than Carson Wentz over the last three years. And they got him for six and a half million compared to 28 million. I mean, you do the math, which one's a better value pick. Yeah. So I love this for the Dolphins give to a little competition. I have no problem with that. Right. And you know, Teddy Bridgewater is not a big time throw type of guy, but he also doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's that solid average type of player he's a he's a game manager like he's a game manager uh um, big time teddy and, and and i like that like quarterbacks contracts are getting so out of hand to get a, a potential starting caliber player he's been a starter many years in his career for only six and a half million dollars i think is a good value signing so it's not a big splash but it's a good value cheap at a position that's never cheap give to us in competition if things go south with tua you have him as a backup plan as well so i like that signing for the dolphins Number three, Meisty, who you got? So I want to give, first of all, a quick six-man shout-out. I don't know if it's – I don't know if it's through yet. So I don't know for sure. But if Tyra Taylor does sign with the Giants, I think that is great for him. I think who? That also, who? Like Tyra Taylor. Tyra Taylor going yeah. to the Giants. The same reason with Tua and Teddy Bridgewater. You're bringing in Danny Dimes with, with Tyra Taylor. Definitely going to be an interesting one. But my number three, um, it's quite, it's not, it's not so great. It's, it's up there, but I like the fact that the Raiders are bringing in Chandler Jones. I think that that division is wild with the quarterbacks and, and you're going to need, need to get to the quarterback. So you need to put the pressure on him. Obviously he's a little older. They, they, they're paying him a boatload of money for that. That's probably a little too much, but at the end of the day, he, he, you know, you need what you need. You need an interior line in that in that uh, in that in that division if you're going to want to win. So I actually I was thinking Chandler Jones also, but now, like you said, he is. <laughs> you he can is, you can add to it and go. I first. was I was I was thinking it. I wasn't if if I really believed it, I you know you would have stole my thunder. But now seeing he's 31, and they're offering him a uh, three. He's 32. Year, He'll be 32 by the way. He'll be 32. Yeah, three years. So. 
he is a little older. It's like, it's like a Von Miller age, but giving him six years with the Von Miller, that's, that's crazy. But, but um, uh, you guys both still, so I was, I'll, I'll go with Teddy Bridgewater instead. I, I also uh, like that. It's a, it's a really solid, really, really cheap, uh, nice backup for Tua. And uh, I believe, I think we both, both believe that uh, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Jacoby Brissett. And he was a legit starter in the league. Um, so he, to have him as the backup instead, and also on a really, really cheap deal. And I, not that it's the best for Tua to have someone breathing down his neck, to have someone that he thinks potentially could take his job because it's not the best for his confidence. But it doesn't seem like the Dolphins are super committed to to Tua as, as we've seen. And maybe Mike McDaniel is gonna is gonna change that new coach, um, new regime. He'll he'll be in on uh, Tua. But signing a solid backup like this and not some random you know random schmo backup seems to indicate that he's not really super sold into as either so for the for the um what for the uh, cheapness of the deal six and a half mil um it is really solid signing really really gonna be good helpful veteran in the quarterback room for the dolphins spot on spot on totally agree my number three player is uh charverius ward the uh, yep. former quarterback for the uh Kansas City Chiefs now going over to San Francisco for the Niners. They had a need there. They lost Jason Barrett. They lost Quan Williams. So they had a need there. Oh, they didn't lose them yet, but they're hitting free agency. And Ward's been very underrated. I mentioned him a couple times in the podcast throughout the playoffs when we were previewing Chiefs games. 49.8% completion rate allowed over the past three seasons. Uh, that's the lowest among all cornerbacks with at least 100 targets. You got to remember, this man is he's, he's, he's near elite. He really is near elite. And they needed a guy there in the back end. The, the, the Niners are, you know, like, we always call them one quarterback away, right? Jimmy G is, is, is a game manager. You give them, like, like if they got Russell Wilson or something like that, we'd be talking about the Niners. Now we're talking about, we see rumors of Sean Watson going to the Niners. Like, I mean, if, if the, the Niners get a guy like Deshaun Watson, like, we're talking about a team that's just so complete. And now that they're they're focusing on the right things and the back end of the defense to, to, to combat the passing game, I love that. I love where they're, the direction they're going. And Traverius Ward is my number three player for the Niners. Number two, Mycey, who you got? All right, Christian Kirk going to the Jaguars. A boatload of money. Oh, no. Overpaid. <laughs> you didn't just say that. You didn't just say that. Everyone's been over, on it. Overpaid, if anything. I'll agree on that. But I think that, you know, they're bringing somebody in to help Trevor Lawrence, somebody that, that can help them. I mean, I don't know why they didn't just stick with uh, DJ Chark. But, no. but, uh, but at the end of the day, I think Christian Kirk's a really good player. I think that it just wasn't the right scheme for him in, in Arizona. I think that he's very, very talented. Um, I, I think I don't. I think that he has. I don't know. I, I think he's going to do very well there. If but but obviously it comes down to what is Trevor Lawrence at the end of the day. Is he a Buster Lawrence or is he going to show up? So let's uh-huh. find out. Um, listen, I guess the only way to <laughs> the only way to get people to play in Jacksonville is to give them a crap ton of money and just an absolute boatload of <laughs> because Christian Kirk. Okay. He's, he's solid. He's good. But they're paying him like top three receiver in the league. And he is nowhere near that. And I knew Meisty. It makes sense that Meisty would be the one to bring that up. Cause when we originally talked about, <laughs> about uh, doing this podcast, we were thinking of maybe grading some of the bigger free agency moves. And I knew that that was something that I, I would have given like a D D minus at best. <laughs> Do, but, <laughs> whatever but but yeah vicey vicey is gonna is gonna roll with it so 
uh, something that I think I can probably see Rocky saying, and we haven't discussed this, but I'm, I'm going to assume that he is going to mention this. My number two is going to be um, Zadarius Smith going to the Ravens. Um, the Ravens need pass rush help. Um, he is coming off of a year where he didn't play at all. So you could say that's, that's what people remember. But, but the year before, he was um, second-team All-Pro, uh, 13 and a half sacks. He was an awesome pass rusher. You could say that it was because he had Preston Smith on the other side, and uh, the, it was harder for defenses to have to block both of them, and the Ravens don't necessarily have another pass rusher. Um, I mean, maybe Elway can develop into that, So, and I guess that's what the Ravens are hoping, where they bring back Z, Big Z, as, as a pass rusher opposite uh, Dafe Elway and they get him back cheaper than they would have had to pay for him when, when he was due his big contract uh, going into his like 20, age 26 season when he went to the Packers. And uh, hopefully his best production is not behind him and he can still get double-digit sacks. And they, they didn't have to pay um, like a crazy amount, like, like uh, Rocky is going to mention, I assume, <laughs> uh, for, for his services. And, and uh, hopefully he just continue to be productive and, and improve on a pass rush that was quite bad for the past couple of years and uh, um, improve a defense that is going to have a better secondary with Marcus Williams, solid uh, corners with uh, Humphrey and Peters. And then if they have this lockdown, lockdown secondary and this, you know, average to a little above average pass rush, they can be a really scary defense um, in the next couple of years. You were sort of right. I am going to stick with the Raven signing, but this Derry Smith signing happened like, like right before we did this podcast. Yeah. So I, I didn't really have time to compile. I sort of, you know, gathered some information, but I w- I'm going to go with my C's guy, Marcus Williams. Right. I, I love that signing a lot. Like in my opinion, the way, the place to dump Sal, that's my number two, my number two is Marcus Williams. The sure. place to, to put $14 million here. It's not cheap, but the place to put your money in is a secondary and especially secondary that was completely decimated. Look what happened to the Ravens. But when Marlon Humphrey went out, I mean, about as bad as it can go. They didn't win a single game, right? So Deshaun Elliott gets injured. Marcus Peters gets injured before the year. Marlon Humphrey goes out, and that was just the nail in the coffin, and the Ravens lose every single game from there on out. So it's obviously a theme. Burrow and Rodgers and all those guys down the stretch were just shredding that secondary. It's obvious that – now, obviously, that was a really bad secondary because you had really the four best uh, DBs on the team were out. But either way, you know, you need depth. The point is you need as much depth as you can get because if two or three of your top guys go out in secondary, that can be that can cause you to miss the playoffs. That really can. Just that in itself can cause you to miss the playoffs. So you get a guy like Marcus Williams. By the way, he's incredible in the run game and the pass game. And did you know PFF has a war metric? And since 2017, he has the highest war, one of the highest wars among safeties since 2017. He's been one of the best safeties in the league over the last five war years. The, so this is a guy, in the NFL? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a buzz replacement? Yeah. It's a very yeah. interesting stat. But he's been one of the best safeties. He's graded seventh best safety in the league last year. So he's been one of the best safeties in the league over the last five years. This is a great signing for the Ravens, even though they had to put in 14, 14 million a year. It's a it's a long-term signing. It's five years, but I love the signing for the Ravens. Here we go, baby. Number one. And I'm gonna give an honorable mention afterwards. I don't know about you guys, but I have a good honorable I, mention. I have to one too. Yeah. Okay. Well, number one, my Steve, who you got? No, it's just I think this is this is simple. Uh charger signing. Uh, J.C. Jackson. Yep. Um, I, I think that's the obvious number. Wait, one. do we all have that? Do we all have that? I did not yeah, have that's it. The I obvious. Have that. Okay. Really? I didn't okay, have that, but like I thought about it. I I really thought about it. I assume that. Let's talk that about guys, it. I, I, I was going to. It's shocking it's not even on your list, but but um, the fact is that him on one side, Jalen Ramsey on the other. You got Joey Bosa and Clear Mack lining up on the on, on two sides. Um, 
I mean, this is that offense is incredible as is, right? They're going to be scoring. The defense is going to be stopping people. They have a they have a good run team. Um, they they're playing in a really tough division, but I think that you know they the way they missed the playoffs last time last year. I think that they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna make a big push. I mean, he's only getting better. Um, the quarterback just blinked out of my mind, but um, <laughs> Turbo. Thank you. Herbert, yeah, but that's your guy. Yeah, I, I could, yeah, I know it is. That's why I was like, why can't I? Yeah, but, uh, Herbert. But Justin Herbert's gonna be—he's gonna be just fine. He's getting better. Um, I think that the Chargers are, are serious contenders next year, and this just adds to it. Yeah, uh, I was—I was definitely thinking J.C. Jackson. Uh, he definitely set the cornerback market. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be a little boring. I'm gonna go O line, and I'm gonna go back to another a team that I already discussed, Teddy Bridgewater but a guy who could potentially protect Teddy Bridgewater, probably two at a start, but potentially Teddy Bridgewater because they have had so many offensive line issues. Connor Williams, who is so young, he's only 25 and he's already had four years of experience. Didn't realize that um, O-linemen even start at 21 years old. That's pretty crazy. That speaks to how, to, you know, how, how well he's been playing. He's, he's been a starter for the past two years, every single game. Um, he was like a, a rotating guy in the first two years of his career, but now he's been really solid according to PFF. Um, he only, they only gave him a two-year deal, two years, 14 mil, seven and a half guaranteed. So a really solid, solid deal for, for a, you know, average to, to above average, not average, above average O-lineman who's going to, to help uh, shore up their, their O-line issue. So it's, it's a little bit of a boring pick, but it's just a really nice signing by, by the Dolphins and their front office to uh, to help protect their their quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, I I know I left out my top five, but it was very close. Number one, I agree with Meisty. My number one is J.C. Jackson. I had him right away. I'm like, I love this for the for the Chargers. I mean, this this team is just stacking up. Uh, since that since that through the league in 2018, the man's got the best passer rating allowed in the league. Okay, he can stick with any guy in man coverage. Pretty much elite, elite receivers. This man can stick with. He's been one of the best cornerbacks in football. And to have a guy that just shut down one side of the field, a team like the Chargers, who was just such a high flying offense last year, and to improve upon that defense in the most important part, like I mentioned with the Ravens, improving on the secondary. That's where you dump your money. That's what the Chargers are doing, dumping their money in the secondary. I love it. J.C. Jackson, fantastic signing. Meisty said it already. Not much to add, but just a great fit and a great signing. Here's for the Chargers. Here's where I like why I didn't put him number one is because it is a really good signing for them, but uh, their, their issues. And they did sign Khalil Mack who's a pass rusher and uh, they have Joey Bosa he's an awesome pass rusher, but their issues were, were their run defense. Their, their run defense was atrocious. It was worse than the Texans at points. I think they may have finished either 32nd or 31st. They're giving up 170, 180 yards, yards per game. And it is great to sign, to sign good, uh, good secondary help and amazing, amazing corner. But I don't know how he really helps their uh, – obviously, he's going to help their defense, but he's not going to help their core issue that they need with their linebacker help. But it's going to well, make their defense scary well, for sure. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, to get – it's one thing, like, if you have a chance, even if you have good receivers, let's say if Devontae Adams pops up and you can get him for five years, $82.5 million, which is what they got J.C. Jackson for, you're getting him, right? That's going to change your entire offense. A guy like J.C. Jackson is going to change your entire defense, even if it's not necessarily – at at the at the time the places at the most weaknesses the, at the weak, weakest spots in the defense yeah. that guy's going to change the entire defense so if you spend money on him if you can grab a guy like that I'm very shocked the pass to resign him I I, sh- I thought for sure they would I thought that was a shoe in 
but in fact, they didn't. So let's go to the honorable mentions. Do we have all of honorable mentions? I got a good yeah, honorable mention. Combat Meisty's number three guy, I think it was. Um, but Meisty, you have an honorable mention there for us? Yeah, yeah, I'll pull one up. I could pull one up. Like pull all right, you better start with the honorable mention. All right, no, you you go first. You didn't sound like All right, Meisty. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Kirk. <laughs> Christian Kirk. Russell Gage. <laughs> The Bucks got uh, three years, solid. $30 million. I was very close to putting it in my top five. I wasn't, I, I, you know, I was just looking through the free agency moves and I saw Russell Gage to the Bucks. That's actually a great fit. We see how important depth at receiver is in Tampa Bay. That's what happened when Antonio Brown went out last year. The passing game was completely different. They got this man for three years, $30 million. That's less than half of what, or it's about half, right? Of what the Jaguars paid Christian Kirk. He's had more yards per route run in the last few years than has Christian Kirk. He's been just as productive of a receiver. Mainly lines up in the slot, but can also line up in the outside. Like, they can line him up in the outside while Godwin is gone. Godwin comes back, put him back in the slot. Very versatile receiver, move him around. Very productive piece for that Falcons offense. I love the signing. I love the fit. $10 million a year for a versatile receiver like that in Russell Gage that you can put now instantly when Godwin comes back. And number three, a good temporary number two, a fantastic number three receiver love that sign honestly i should put him in my top five yeah <laughs> sounds like you just convinced yourself to put him in the top five but yeah i did uh evans godwin and gage and uh tyler johnson and these guys he's, he's gonna be really an upgrade over like tyler johnson and, and perriman but for him to be the three or four is gonna be really solid so my honorable mention now looking at at his stats and and his age is not actually that good so i'm glad i didn't put him in the top five but i just think it's funny that randy gregory um, agreed to a Cowboys contract and then just dipped and and switched over <laughs> and switched over to the Broncos. So I'll, I'll just mention that as just this is just a funny moment for the for the Broncos to be true. building up their uh, building up their defense after uh, they lost Von Miller. They traded away him last year. Now they got Bradley Chubb, um, DJ Jones, as I did mention, who was actually really solid um, signing for them. And now Randy Gregory uh, at, at pass rush, and uh, hopefully he stays healthy for them because he, he has never played a full full uh, uh, season in his career. He has had off the field issues, but but that was just, that was pretty funny to see that that even the Cowboys Twitter account tweeted, welcome back to Dallas, Randy Gregory. And then the Broncos Twitter account said, surprise, we got you. And then they, they stole him out from under, stole the rug out from under him and, and grabbed uh, Randy Gregory instead. That's a good one. All right. I got, I, I already said Tyler Taylor, but that was reported. I don't even know if he signed, but I have two guys that I'm really looking at here for honorable mention. First of all, the Dolphins signing uh, Cedric Wilson just helps to everything with Jalen Waddle now on one side, Mike Kosicki on the other. You get Cedric That's Wilson, a good one. animal of a player, clearly, right? Yeah. Um, they obviously have other holes, but we'll see what happens. And now they all added, they added, you know, they have another quarterback. Um, and then my other guy would be the fact that the Mendel the Jets. Signed uh, <laughs> DJ DJ Reed, but not that yeah. it helps them much. But the fact that Robert Sala just you know they they he's a good coach and 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 I think that one piece he was missing was a cornerback. And I think that's you know he he definitely gets that somewhat. But he obviously the Jets are just the Jets and they they're going to be in a yeah. tough division and they're not really going to go anywhere. But that's going to play huge to their team. Yeah, I think it's good to slowly, you know, a team like the Jets, they just need to add some talent, just add some talent to the roster. And now if it's going to be relatively cheap, if it's going to cost a little money, add some talent, get some diverse talent on every aspect of the uh, of the field. And uh, you can start from there, obviously. Yeah, eventually you need to figure out your, your biggest spot at quarterback, obviously. But for now, now that you can't figure that out, you know, add some pieces. 
like you mentioned. Okay, I think uh, that's so we got top five, we got honorable mentions, and we got a, a long way to go, right? We got a long way to go. We're early yeah. in the free agency process, so a lot can happen between now and even when we release this. So you'll probably be like, well, you forgot this guy, you forgot that guy. Well, yeah. it should be noted that we probably released this before that guy got signed. Whoever you're screaming at your screen telling us <laughs> that we didn't include that guy. Oh, and the, yeah, the, the, the line was whoever got signed after, hold on, Rocky, whoever got signed after Von Miller uh, is not in yeah. this podcast. Right, <laughs> that's how we know. After Von Miller, if it's before Von Miller, then you really have, uh, you really have yep. a good claim on us. Sure. But other than that, you don't. All right, guys, thank you for joining us, everyone. Remember to subscribe on Spotify and YouTube, and everyone have a great day.